Good morning, I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of Scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. John 14, Jesus was leaving the disciples physically very, very soon. They would no longer be able to see him or hear his voice or touch his scars when doubts came. Now, as we mentioned the other day, Jesus has been the answer to all of their fears up to this point. So the idea of him leaving might come with some fear, some anxiety, some apprehension. So what does he say? Let's take a look. We'll break this morning's passage actually into three parts because there's waves of relief, waves of countering fear. The first part, John 14, starting in verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Do not fear, because I am not leaving you alone. I'm sending help, literally the helper as it says in the ESV, the English Standard Version, the spirit of truth. You are not left as orphans to wander the world alone. The next piece picking up in verse 19. Yet a little while and the world will see me no more, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So do not fear because I'm not leaving you alone, number one. Number two, do not fear because you're tied to me. We are one. Jesus says we are unified. I'm in you and you are in me. You love me, not earned but proven by your obedience. And I love you, and the Father loves you. Before we read the last passage, let me remind you what Isaiah promised. Isaiah 9, For to us a child is born, a son is given, the government shall be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. With that in mind, John 14, the third wave of Do Not Fear says, these things I have spoken to you, is verse 25, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced, because I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has no claim on me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. So do not fear, because I am not leaving you alone. Do not fear because you're tied to me. And finally, do not fear because I am leaving you the kind of peace that only I can leave. 
as the Prince of Peace. My peace, Jesus is saying here, isn't built on temporary things. It isn't built on things that the world gives you. Therefore, it's not built on things the world can take away from you. Remember, Jesus said, do not store up treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy. My peace is not built up where moth and rust destroy. Verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. He is the Prince of Peace. He is the only answer to fear in any shape, fear in any form. That's where we turn our attention from fear to peace today. Consider peace that comes from Jesus as a counter to fear. Consider the Prince of Peace as the counter to fear, any fear. Consider what your fears are. I've had you a couple different times so far this season write down or think about what specifically you're afraid of. Today, consider Jesus not only as the source of the answers to those fears, but as the answer himself. We're halfway through season two. Tomorrow, we'll Sabbath in the Psalms, as usual, for a Friday. And on Monday, we'll turn our attention to peace. What did Jesus say about peace? What do the Gospels say about peace? Surely not peace as the world gives, peace that overcomes all fear. That's where we're headed on Monday. Let me pray for you. Father God, King of Heaven, Prince of Peace, thank you. Thank you for knowing our fears ahead of time, for answering our fears ahead of time, for giving us a direct line to the Prince of Peace, a direct line to the answer to our prayers. Lord, forgive us for the days when our peace is uh, overwhelmed by our fears, is uh, overshadowed at least by our fears. And also, Lord, forgive us for the days when our peace comes from other places, that we draw peace from not you, but from the things around us, the temporary things that moth and rust do destroy and thieves can steal. Lord, forgive us for the days and the hours and the anxieties that we waste on fears of this world when we can talk to you, our source of peace, Lord. Drive us back to your arms in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. We're halfway through season two. Again, we'll Sabbath in the Psalms tomorrow, and we'll pick up talking about peace on Monday. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.